The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Daf Lamid Bet Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Abraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Today's Daf is being studied Rufuah Shalemah Hacham Abadiyah Ben Gurjiyah Today's daf is being studied Today's daf is being dedicated in honor of our dear friends in Aventura, Florida, Mr. and Mrs. Roger and Raquel Baghdadi. Hashem Alehem Yihyu. Amen. We begin today's daf on Lamed Adif Amud Bet, and we will start three lines after they get wide. Shel Asherah Veshel Iranidahat. We learned in the Mishnah that a lulav of an Asherah, that's a tree that they worshipped, Avodaz for Avodaz and the Irani Dahat is a city that the majority of its, habit, its habitants worship Avodaz So you get a lulav from those two situations. So the Mishnah says, Pasul. The Gemara says, She Veshel Asherah Pasul. Are you telling me that the Asherah is Pasul? If you get a lulav from such a tree, Lulav Shel Avodaz Lo Yitol. A lulav of Avodah Zarah, that means a lulav that they used to serve Avodah Zarah. For example, maybe the way they serve the Avodah Zarah is they throw the lulav in front of it, or they use it as like some type of accessory towards, they sweep in front of the Avodah Zarah, something like that. So it's a lulav shel Avodah Zarah, lo You shouldn't use it as a lulav. V'im natal kasher. But if you used it, it's okay. So the Gemaraz wants to know, what do you mean? If the Lulav Shal Avodah Zarah, why is it different than Asherah? Mm. Asherah, you're telling me, is Pasul. But the Lulav Shal Avodah Zarah is Kasher. Now what's the logic? Why it should be Kasher? So she says, Lulav Shal Avodah Zarah, Shishim Shubo Avodah Zarah. He used it to serve Avodah Zarah. Lechabed Lefanei Akarka. For example, to sweep in front of it the ground. Ina Mesh, Avodah Tab Lulav, Lechaviru Lefanei the way you serve it is uh, by uh, shaking the lulav in front of it. Oh, there's a cabo. Oh, they, uh, they throw the uh, lulav to the, uh, the avodah zarah. Lo yitol, the ma'is legavawa. It's ma'us. Can you use a lulav that had an avodah zarah connection? Baruch Hu, it's disgusting. Dim natal kasher, ve'afalgav de'isure ana'ahu. Even though avodah zarah is one of the things that are asur ba'ana'ah, the mitzvot lav le'anot nitanu. But mitzvot are not for benefit. Mitzvot are not given for pleasure. Means when you have an item that's a subhana'ah, so you cannot physically benefit from it. You cannot use it for personal use. But when you're using an item for a mitzvah, it's like a subhana'ah. So therefore, it's not considered using an item that's a sur. 
Rashi explains, Kulubar, Enkiyu mitzvot hana'at aguf. Fulfilling the mitzvot is not a physical pleasure. Ela avodat eved lerabo. It's servitude. The service of a servant is master. That's an obligation. It's not a hana'ah. So the Gemara's question is, make up your mind. You tell me an Asherah and the Mishnah is Pasud. You tell me Shalulav uh, Avodah Zarah is Kasher. What's the difference? They're both uh, Isur Hana'ah. Why should one be Kasher, one be Pasud? The Gemara says, a difference. Ha'cha be'asherah de Moshe Askenan de'chetute mechtat shi'ureh. Our Mishnah is talking about a specific Asherah, the Asherah in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu when the Jewish people entered Eretz Yisrael. And on those Asherahs, the Torah says, mm-hmm. That you have to burn the Asherah. Mm-hmm. And since you have to burn these Asherahs, so we have a rule that anything that's Omed to be burnt is considered burnt. And therefore, it's lacking Shi'ur. Like that she said in the Mishnah, Shi'ur of Adulah, we said it's for Tafahim. Uh, if you don't have a uh, Shi'ur, if it's considered burnt, oh. so you're lacking Shi'ur. So therefore it's Pasul. Look at that she. Ba'ashirat de Moshe. Otam shayu bish'at kibush Eris Yisrael. Now those Ashirat that were around when they conquered Eris Yisrael. Shisrikhan akatuf serifai kadikhtiv ashirahim tisrifun ba'ish. Velulav sarikh Shi'ur. Ve'ai keman de mikhtat Shi'ure, keman de l'israfah, Gemara says, I'll bring a proof from the Mishnah that that must be the case. The Mishnah put two cases. To tell us that there's a similarity between the two cases. Just like an Irani Dahat. You have to burn all the Shalal, uh, you have to burn all the uh, loot of the city. So it's got to be burnt. So it's the same thing over it. Asherah, we're talking about Asherah, it's got to be burnt. So therefore also has the same deen, only question that Yishonim will ask over here is, but Avodah Zarah also you have to burn. Which means uh, an item that you use for Avodah Zarah is also a Subhanah, and you have to burn it as well. So therefore, what's the what's the difference? you tell me the Hadush is, no, this is the ones of Moshe Rabbeinu, when they entered into Israel, Asherah, it's the same thing. Therefore, Chetutem Echtat Sheoreh. And regular Avodah Zarah, also a suit. I mean, Abu Dazar, you sweep in front of the Abu Dazar with this lulab. This lulab is a suit, I got to burn it also. So then, what's the. Yeah, so what's the difference? So the Rishonim over here say an answer like this There's a difference between Abu Dazar of a Goy and Abu Dazar of a Jew. A Goy is able to be Mivatil his Abu Dazar. Which means, if he worships like something or uses something for Abu Dazara, he, he, he can then nullify it. He can say, you know, I rescind, then I take it back, and then the item reverts back not to becoming Isur. A Goy has the ability to mivatel as Abu Dazara. Whereas a Jew that worships Abu Dazara, there's no bitul. He cannot uh, uh, revert the item and change it back. So now Mishnah, we're talking about the Asherah and the Taz of Which was what? Those were Asherot that the Jews were worshipping. And therefore, since the Jews were worshipping these Asherot, so therefore, in the times of Asherah, the Jews worshipped Abu Dazara, it seems. When they entered Israel, during the times of the Shoftim, let's say, there was uh, Abu Dazara in Israel. So these type of Asherot, they have to be burnt. But there's no way to, to get them off. There's no way to un- 
on Abu Dazarada. Mevatel them. So therefore, they remain asur. But she ain't can the lulav shel Abu Dazarada. We're talking about over here. Lulav shel Abu Dazarada. Goy. So since he's able to be mevatel. Even if he doesn't mevatel them yet, since they're able to be mevatel, they don't have a din of chatutem mechtat shiurei, which is even though it's omed saref and all that. But since she's able to, there's a way out. So therefore, they don't become as sur mitam serefah, and therefore lacking a shiur. So it's a haluk between a lulav of a Yisrael of avodazara or a goy of avodazara. That's the way uh, the shonim want to say. Okay, so we said in the Mishnah, Niktam Rosho. So Niktam Rosho is where, according to the Shi, we learned the uh, top of the Lulav is clipped off. So we said Niktam Rosho Pasul. So the Shi learned in the Mishnah, what's the uh, reason why Niktam is Pasul? So the Shi said it's lacking Hadar. The Lulav has to be Hadar. When it's cut off on the top, it doesn't have its beauty. So Amar Avuna, Loshanu Ela Niktam. The Mishnah only discusses Niktam where it's actually cut off. Abal. Mizdak Kasher. Okay, now what would be Mizdak? So, it literally means split. Okay? So where are we going to see that? That would be in your Pirush Hai's uh, 445. You see what they're learning over here? At least the way that she's learning. You have the uh, Bulav. Okay? So you have your Shidra. Now you follow your shidra all the way up, so you get to the top, uh, the top leaf over there. Okay, the top elyon, uh, and you split it. She means it's split. Okay, so you see it's in this dak. It's not cut off, but it just has like a split down the uh, down the middle. Okay, look at Rashi, the Buddha Matheel, this dak, this dak Rashi Ha'alin. Okay, the top leaves have a split down the middle. So the Mishnah is making, uh, the Gemara is making a diyuk. Niktam is pasul, but nizdak, still there, just split a little, it's kasher. So to that, the Gemara says, nizdak, kasher. What do you mean? Niktam is nizdak, it's kasher. Ve'atanya, lulav, regarding a lulav, kafuf. Kafuf would be, it's hunchback. But it's bent. If you look in your Pirush uh, Chais again, Lulav Kafuf, it's like an old man, Rashi says. You know, it all goes up, but then the top of it, his head is like hunched over. Okay, look at the uh, Rashi Kafuf. Rosho Kafuf Ke'agmon. Domot Le'ish Giben. Like a guy with a hunchback, Vazakin, an old man. Shirashen, Shahin, Vikifufin, Nemata. Their heads are. Uh, bent over uh, downward. Okay, that's called the lulav kafuf. Now you have another type of lulav kavutz. Kavutz is a lulav that has uh, thorns on it. Okay, if you look at 451 in the pirushah, you see there's a lulav over here. It's got these little thorns coming out of it and on the side. Uh, so therefore, it's also no good. She says she yotzin b'shidrashelo uksin kemo kotsin. Yeah, little thorns coming out of the lulav. Okay, it's kavutz. Saduk. Okay, saduk is split, which is the top leaves are split. Akum domele magal. If it's curved like a magal, okay, like a sickle. Okay, so that you'll have. Um, right, you'll have uh, 457. 
<coughs> the Gemara is going to say the case is when you have a a, a sickle shaped lulav where it's mifanav, which means when you're holding the lulav, okay, the shidra is in front of you, when it curves outward, away from you, okay, that's when the uh, lulav is going to be pasul, when it curves like a sickle. Okay, the Gemara is going to say that. Harut pasul. Okay, also a lulav that is harut. What is harut? So look at Rashi, harut, second line, kashe. The lulav became hardened. What do you mean became hardened? What happens is in the, in the winter, the leaves fall off the lulav. The shidra becomes hardened. The naasa it's. So therefore when you have a hardened lulav, that they call a harut, it is pasul. Because all these cases are pasul. Now, domele harut, kashir. What is domele harut? Rashi. Hitkilit kashot vaadainu nasa'it. It started to harden, but it didn't become a wood tree-like, so it's kashir. Now, the point is, uh, the Gebarah's question is obviously from Nisdak. Our Mishnah's mashman Nisdak is kashir. Only niktam is pasul. But from the Brayta it says clearly, Nisdak is one of the ones that are pasul. So our Papa answers, Amara Papa, the Avid Kehimnak. Hadak Rashi, Elad Amara Papa, Hadiktani Saduk Pasul. That which we said in the Mishnah in this Brayta, Saduk Pasul, Lafshinis Dekura Shadino Shidra. So I'm talking about where the top leaves became split or the Shidra became split. You're right, that would be Kashir. Elad the Avid Kehimnak, Shil Barzil. Which is like a, like an iron uh, fork. Shel sofrim sheyesh lo shner rashim verosho echad mefutzal. It has two heads and it's split. Kach gadala ludat kimen shtesh shidraot mahatzit alav lekan u mahatzit alav lekan. It has like two heads. Half of it's coming out of the right, and if it's coming out of the left, you want to see a case like that? That would be. Like a, no like a Y, exactly. Like a Y would be the exact uh, place. You see over here, he quotes you um, this, uh, this 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 uh, word that she gives you over here. Shilsofrim, uh, right? That's like a, uh, a a metal item that's split down the middle. Right, like a, like a, like a, maybe a, a the thing that makes the surface. Right, like a compass, maybe. But well, actually, they're putting the letter in the uh, it's holding the letter. So Sofim is holding the, uh, the, the the letter. He quotes it over here as a yeah. That's uh, that's different. That's the that, that that's not what she's saying. This is what that she's saying. This is the this is the Aramaic word over here, or the French word, I should say. Okay, it's a type of uh, item that the sofrim use, I guess, to put their letters uh-huh. in it, That's so it's holding it. Okay? Now, in the lulav, uh, in the lulav, that would be uh, like a, uh, the letter Y. If you look at, in your Rabbeinu Hanan El, you do see a, a one picture of, uh, of what it would look like, but that's only on... Right? That's the himnak. It's like a chidra, and it opens up on both sides. We have halim on both sides of it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you look in your Pirush Hai, it's 462. Kemin shte shidraot. 
It's like you have two shidra or two spines. Mahasid alab dekan or mahasid alab dekan. Right? Right over there. Okay, it's, it's, it's like forks open on top and it goes to the two sides. That's very nizdak. That's already pasul. But if the leaves, according to that she has on top, or a little uh, split, or even a shidar, a little split, that's kasher. Okay, now we go to the next case. The one that says pasul means that it was put in the middle. The one that says pasul is when it's like a himnak. Right. No, that's the pasul. But die, that's two lulavim. split like two shidraot. But if the top of the lulav is split a little, according to that she, it's nizdak as kasher. Now, amaraba lo amaran I'm sorry. Akum domele magal. So we said if it's bent like a sickle. So ama. So we said it's pasul. Ama rava lo amran ena lefanav. That's only talking about lefanav, which is when you're holding the lulav, it's sickle, it's bent forward, okay, in front of you. Again, when you hold the lulav, the uh, spine is in front of you. Aval leachorav. But however, if it's uh, bent backwards, which means towards you. Right, you look at your picture 458, right, where you see it's bent towards him. So the Gemara says, Briatahu. That's considered the way it's created, that's considered uh, acceptable. Natural. That would be natural. That would be Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman comes along and says, Listadin kilfanav dameh. If it's bent, listadin. Okay, to the side. What would be the case of listadin? Yeah, to the right or to the left, exactly. So we have a mahloket, how to learn the stadin, meaning in, in the halakha. Just looking for a picture of the stadin. Yeah, maybe it's this picture over here. Akum domain of Agal is stadin, 453. You see? It's going to this, it's, 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 right, it's bending to the right or bending to the left. It's not going like an arc in front or in the back. He's holding it, it bends sideways. sideways. How you hold it over? Yeah, he's holding it, it's bending, uh, no, you're holding it, again, you're always holding it, but the shidra's towards you. Yeah, the no, shidra's, the spine is towards you. No, no, the green, thick uh, center of the lulav, that's the shidra, is always towards you. Okay, so uh, uh, what do we say? It's pasul, it means when it goes out, the fanav, meaning in front of you, it, it's, it arcs like a sickle. When it arcs towards you like a sickle, that's kasher. Now the question is, when you're holding it, okay, have a picture in there, with number? Mem dalet. in the hod v'hadar, also you see, when you're holding it straight, but the lulav veers either to the right, it bends, or to the left. So we have a mahluk in this in the Gemara. Listadin, kilifanav dameh. Some want to say it's kilifanav, if it's pasul. The ami like laharav dameh. And some want to say it's kasher. It's like a harav. The Ravah then says, Hai luleva. This lulav. Desalik behad hutsa. That its leaves only go on one side, one sided lulav. Baal mumhu. It's blemished. Upasul. Now, what's the case where all the leaves are going on one side? So you want to see that? Yeah, this would be 464. You see, you have a shidra, and you have leaves coming out on one side. Okay, it's a, it's a one-sided lulav. The other side has no uh, leaves coming out of it. Normally, lulav has leaves coming on both sides of the shidra in the middle. So this is called a ba'al moon, this type of uh, lulav. And therefore, it's, uh, it's pasura. She says, shekol alav mitzad echad. Okay, which we uh, we understand that. Okay, now we go, now we go further. 
Okay, now we go to the next case. Nifritsu alav. How do we learn Nifritsu alav in the Mishnah? All the leaves according to the Shin were ripped off. They're not on the Shidra. The only way they're staying attached is by tying it. Okay, Nifritsu alav. We saw that in our pictures over here. Uh, in 155 in the Hama'or. Where you just have a bunch of, you know, leaves. They're separated from each other and you, you tied them. Okay. So the Gebara says, Amara Papa. Nifritsu, if let's say they were nifrats, de'avid ki hufia, they become like a broom. That's what it is. Like a broom has all the leaves separate, and you had to tie to keep them uh, together. So that's why it's pasul. Hufia is a broom. Nifridu, the ifrud ifrude. Now we said nifridu, we said it's kashir. What does that mean, ifrud ifrude? It's still attached to the spine, just on top they. Open up a little. Like in the picture book, we saw 156. Right? It's all attached to the spine. Just as it goes up, they separate, they spread apart from each other. And if we do alav, we said is? Kashir. Okay? Alright, so I, I just went back for a minute uh, to, to explain that where she learned the kihimnak was like a lie where it stood all the way down to the shidra. As she did, the Shohan Aruf learns that the kihimnak is talking about where the top of the lulav. The top leaves are separate, like a Y on top, and therefore that would be uh, Pasul. Okay, let's go further now. So we said Nifritsu is Pasul, Nifridu is Kasher. Ba'ira Papa. Tiyomit Mahu. If the Tiyomit, what is Tiyomit? Tiyomit is the top leaf of the uh, Lulav. All the, all the leaves of the Lulav are doubled. Which means it's, it's, Tiyomit is two. Tiyomim, it's doubled. So if the top leaf going all the way up the shidra, up the spine of the lulav, getting to the top point of the, if that was split, nechlekati yomit. Now, want to see a picture of nechlekati yomit? You will see here in. Uh, yeah, different, different interpretations over here. In four seventy three. You're seeing over here. Nun here, where? Let's see Nun here. Can I see Nun here in that, uh, please? Nun here. Ah, well, that's actually Tosfot. Let's catch Rashi first. Nun Gimal. Rashi. You have the two uh, top middle leaves. Sheshama Shidra Kaleh, where the Shidra ends. You can follow the spine up. And then once you end the spine, you have two, two connecting leaves, right? They come out of the spine. They separated, they separated from themselves. So really, it's not that they split in, in, in the center split. The leaf itself split. It's still about the two. Leaves that come out of the shidra, which are normally together. That's a tiyomet. Tiyomet is two leaves. The two, not, not, not the, the split of the two, of one. I mean, the two that come out of the shidra, right? right out of the shidra, they split. They separate. They separate. Like the picture over here of the twin leaves. Right, nun gimam, actually. It's not the splitting of the center leaf, according to Rashi. It's the, no, no. It's the shid, when you follow the shidra up, and out of right out of the shidra, there's two leaves that are connected. Mm. Two, one on the right, one on the left. They're connected, and that split. 
mm-hmm. not the actual. Uh, the two, the, the two leaves down the center of the shidra split. Exactly, that's what it's saying. Those two leaves, they're called the two yomit. So he says to the shidra. So it's to the shidra. All the way till the spine. So again, look at the Gemara's question. Ba'era papa. Nechlekat to yomit mouths. All the way down. Look at that she. Shnei alin alyonin. The two twin leaves on top. Imsa'in. Shisham shidra kaleh. Where the shidra ends which is went all the way down from the shidra to the, uh, to the from the leaves to the to the spine Tashema so it says if the tiyomit was was cut off so it's pasul my love so we're saying, Huwadi, not only if it was cut off, but Huwadi, if it was split. Kabbalah says, Lo, Nitla Ashani. Nitla is different. Deha, Haseleh. Ika Deha, because it's lacking. Ika Deha, Amri, Amar, Yohamar, Yoshua, Benevi, Nechlekat, Tiyomet, Naasa, Kemish, Nitla, Tiyomet, Upasul. Someone say, no, that there's no difference between Nechleka and, uh, and, um, Niktema. Either way, it's going to be Pasul. Kabbalah goes further. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Meshur Rabbi Tarfon, Kapot Temarim, Rabbi Yehuda said, we have a lulav, that's starting to split on the top, meaning nifridu alav, it's still attached to the shidra, Rabbi Yehuda says, you have to tie it, okay, you have to tie the lulav on top. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Meshur Rabbi Tarfon, Kapot Temarim, when the Torah calls a lulav, Kapot Temarim, he learns Kafut, Kafut means tied. Yeah. If it was separated, you have to tie it. So the way that you learn is law of tying the lulav from the word kapot, which is kafut. Who told you the word kapot is lulav? I mean, we, we took it for granted. Kapot is lulav. Who told you? Emma haruta. Maybe it's haruta. What is the haruta? So it's the branch of the lulav that becomes hardened. That she says, Anaf When the branch of the lulav is on the tree for two years, it becomes hard like a tree. And the leaves fall off of it. It becomes like the uh, branches of the trees. But you, if the branches start growing out of the palm tree, you know, from all sides, but there's no leaves anymore. So when it says kapot maybe it's these branches. Who told you it's a, it's, it's a palm uh, branch like that? So the kapot what do you mean? Ba'inan kafut veleka. It's got to be able to kafut to tie it. Now this is just a branch, nothing to tie. But what does kafut mean? Obviously, you have to have leaves that are tieable. Yeah. If you just have a branch, could you tie anything on a branch? Yeah. Of course not. So the fact that it's kapot temarim, we learned that it cannot be talking about the branch because there's no leaves on the branch. Mm-hmm. Good? Look Meaning that if it was separate, yichfetenu. Which means it's too hard. When you have this branch, when the heart is already after two, three years, and you have some of the leaves that are sticking out, those are hardened now. There's no way you could tie them already. It's like, a, it's like a regular branch that has hard leaves sticking out of it. Therefore, it's pasul, because when the Torah says kapot it has to be able to be nikhfat, tied. Since it cannot be, so it's not referring to that. Okay, now we go to the next case. The ema ufta, maybe it's referring to ufta, what does she say? 
What does he call it? A log. A log. Look at that. She says, I cut a dick right from the actual trunk of the palm tree. Shu halak, smooth. You don't even have any leaves at all. So the Gibraltar says, That can't be. Kaput. Mechlal deika parud. Which means when the Torah calls it Adunaf kaput marim, it's Maz has the ability to become separated. Here, there's nothing that can become separated, there's any leaves. Kaput means you got to tie it. Tying it implies what? That is the ability to become separated. Allah has no leaves on it. So therefore that cannot be that. So the Gibran says, Allah is kafut ve'omed olam. It's already, uh, it's already uh, permanently tied. The ema kufra, maybe it's referring to kufra, that she says, Hainu nami etz ken haruta. It's also referring to the uh, shoot of the palm tree. El adain ben shana ushte shanim. It's one or two years old. It's the wood of it, the spine is not hardened yet. Which is you can tie the leaves uh, to each other. Also, what's the problem with that one? The way of the Torah is peaceful. Why, why is this not a peaceful item? Because... In the Kufra uh, stage, there's like thorns Thorn, coming out of it. Rose. Right? And therefore, it's, it's not a pleasant uh, hold. How are you going to hold it? You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm. The new thing. What is this? Maybe it means you have to take two clusters of dates. What is Temarim? Temarim is dates. Kapot Temarim. Two clusters of dates. Which means dates. Take the tree with the dates on them and shake them. So the Gemara says, Kapat Ketiv. Well, it can't be two. Because if you look at the Torah, it doesn't say kapot with a vav. It says kapat. Okay. So take one cluster of... Uh, of um, of uh, dates. So the Gemara says, kaf A cluster of dates is called a kaf, not a kapot or kapat. And therefore, when it says kapot marim, it must be referring to the actual leaves themselves, the 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 the, 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 the tree, and not the uh, dates. Okay. Those are the lulavim that grow in a certain place called harabarzel. Those are the short lulavim. Now, what was the point of these things here? The leaves are. Uh, short. They don't go all the way up the spine. Okay? There's basically two types of sinah had a barzil. I'll speak to it outside. You have your lulav. You have uh, the leaf starts to go on the bottom of the lulav up. Right where the top of the, the top ends, that's where the bottom of the next one begins. So there's no empty part. You have a leaf. Right where it ends, the next one begins. It ends by the head. The next one bottom starts. That's going to be kashir. However, on a sinara barzel, where let's say it grows, the leaf grows, then there's a space, and then the next one starts where they don't reach each other, yeah. that's going to be pasul. That's what the Gibraltar is going to say about sinara barzel. It has to grow in a way where the top of the first leaf reaches the bottom of the leaf above it. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't reach, pasul. Now the Gibraltar says that. It's only kasher when the head of one leaf reaches the uh, the base of another leaf. Good. Now the Gibraltar says that. 
We have one writer that says the tzine, the, the kalim that grow from this place, had a baritzel, is pesula. We look at our mishnah kishera. Ela shmaminak abayeh shmamina. Well, it's like abayeh. Depends if the leaves reach or not. The ika deralve le mirma. Some actually bring a contradiction. Tena one mishnah says sinar bazel kasher. Vatanya pesula. We have a writer that says pesula. But abayeh la kasher kach. No shushes megiel letzadi so that's basically the answer of Sinat Bazel, if they reach or not. There are two palm trees. She says like a valley next to Yerushalayim. And between these two palm trees, smoke rises between them. And that's what we're talking about. When we say Sinar Bazel, those trees over there, that's exactly what Sinar Bazel is. We're referring to Lulavim like that. The smoke that you see coming between those two trees, that's exactly the opening of Gehinam. So we said in the Mishnah that the Lulav has to have three to five plus an extra tefah in order to shake it. Shi'ur hadas ba'araba shlosha. Kedish shi'ur of hadas na'araba is three to five. Velulav, arba'a. Kedish yil lulav yotsem in a hadas tefah. Which we want the lulav to be above the hadas, which is the leaves of the lulavim. The leaf of it goes above, protrudes above, so you can see the lulav. So when you shake it, you see the lulav shaking. It's like covered by the hadas and araba. The Rabbi Panach Amar Rabbi Yohanan Shidrosh Shilulav Sarik Shiyetzeh Min Hadas Tefah He has different The Panach says the spine itself For the leaves The spine has to be A Tefah More than the uh, Hadas And then The leaves going up So the first sheet that says no As long as you have The leaves a protrude a tefah above the uh, hadas. I don't care how big the spine is. According to the panach, no, the spine itself has to be four tefahim, mm-hmm. uh, one tefah above the uh, hadas, and then the leaves continue to go up. That's the machloket. So the Gemara continues. I'm going to ask some questions. Gemara says, "Rabbi Yohanan, Shedros Shelulav says she has to be hadas tefah." Okay, Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah, Lulav she has to be four tefahim. If you have a lulav, then a three tefahim kedel the na'nayabo kasher. It's much brother, you only have to have a lulav of three tefahim. We are telling everybody else you have to have a lulav of four. How can you learn the Mishnah? Lulav she is four shlosha tefahim. Ema uchde lenaneyabo kasher. Meaning, lulav that has a three tefahim and a fourth tefah in order to shake it. So it's three plus one. Morke de'itle, morke de'itle. And each rabbi going according to his opinion. One says it's got to be spine, four tefahim. And one says, no, the leaves just above it have to be. One tefah above. Good. Tashima. Shiur hadas varabah shlosha. The shiur of hadas varabah is what? Three. Vilulav arbaa. So the lulav is one tefah more than uh, the rest. The, the, uh, the hadas varabah. My love, bahadeh alin. Uh, so the, 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 the Gemara is assuming over here that what? It means bahadeh alin, including the leaves. Which means so long as you have but one tefah higher, so you're okay. That's going like the first opinion. Gabra says, no, they're bad me'alim, besides the leaves. Don't, 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 don't judge the leaves just with spine. The spine itself has to be a tefah above, yeah. and then you include the leaves. Good, gufa. Shi'ur ha'adas fa'arabah shlosha. The shi'ur ha'adas fa'arabah shlosha. Shi'ur ha'adas fa'arabah shlosha. Shi'ur ha'adas fa'arabah shlosha. 
ארבעה. לביטלפון אומר, באמה בת חמישה תפחים. לביטלפון כמה זמן אומרים, אנחנו יש אמה. אמה can either be six tefachim, that's if you have a normal tefach, but sometimes there's a bigger tefach, and the amah will be five tefachim. So he says, you should know, at this point we're thinking, the hadas that you're using, cannot be three tefachim. The hadas that you're using has to be big hadasim. Five tefachim. An amah of five tefachim. So the Gebra says, Amar Abah, Shara le marel Rabbi Tarfon. God should forgive Rabbi Tarfon, what he's saying. We can't find the Hadas three tefahim. You think we're going to be able to find the Hadas of five tefahim? I mean, for Hadas, you've got to find it, Mr. Nashim. You've got to find it. It has the three leaves going all up its, right. uh, uh, its uh, branch. To find the three tefahim Hadas is hard. Now the Bita Force is telling you it's got to be five tefahim. So he says, well, God should forgive him. He's giving us an impossibility over here. We can't find the three tefahim Hadas. Are you telling me five tefahim? He says, no, that's not what he meant. What he was saying like this When you're giving these shi'urim over here Of hadas 3 and lula 4 What type of tefahim are you measuring? Mm-hmm. So he says Take an amah of 6 tefahim And break the amah of 6 Split it into 5 Therefore each tefah is a tefah And a fifth it's a tefah plus, which is when we say tefah, so therefore technically your hadas is going to be three and three fifths tefahim. Because it's talking about a tefah. So uh, maybe? Right, no, a tefah of a five tefah amah. Right, no, you have six tefahim, right? Take six and put it into five. So if you're making each, uh, each, each piece, each tefah, you're making bigger by a fifth. So therefore, like I said, each instead of three, it means three and three fifths tefachim. Uh, so the Gemara says, "Ase otabat hamisha, tzemen shlosha lehadas." Take three of those shiurim for hadas. Vashah lelulav. Okay, and then a quarter more. Then you got to go for the lulav. The Gemara explains, "Kamahavulu tzlata utlata hamshe." Your hadas is going to be three and three fifths. Okay. Oh, that's what I have. you have a question now. So now when we say three, it's not really three. Right. It's three and three-fifths. So the Gemara says, Kashin de Shmuel de Shmuel. We have a contradiction now against Shmuel himself. Why? Here, Shmuel clearly said the Shur of Adas is what? Three. In another place he said If you go like a bit of phone, it means it's three and three fifths. So make up your mind, the Shemuel. Is it three or three and three fifths? So the Gabriel says, Lord Dak. Shemuel wasn't being precise. When he said three, he meant three and three fifths. So ah, that's the Gabriel's next question. When do you go Lodak? When you say more than the Shi'ud. I mean if you would have said four. Okay, you could say Lodak. Mm-hmm. However, the Kulam, Yamin Lodak, if the student is three and three fifths, he's not going to say three. three. You don't, you don't, not be precise. The Kulam, right? So the Gemara says, Kiatar Avin Amar, Ama Bat Hamisha Tefahim, Ase Otashisha. The opposite. When the Bita Fon said, Ama Bat Hamisha, he meant, take a Ama that has five Tefahim and split it into six. And therefore, each Tefah is actually less. Okay, which means now if you're taking a five tefahim, okay, now uh, uh, if you if you if you would have put it this way, if you would have a six tefahim, half of six would be three tefahim. Mm-hmm. If you would have a five tefahim, 
half of it would be two and a half. So therefore, when he's saying the shiur of Adas is three, no, it's really half of a five tefachim amma, which is two and a half. So when he said three, lodak, which means he went he went uh, more than the shiur. So the Gemara says, tzemen shlosha lahadas, take three for Adas, vashah lelulav, kamahavulehu, tereu palga. That would be two and a half. Again, Tarakama says it's got to be three. When the Bitarfon comes along and says, No, you're going with an Amah of six. That's why you got three, because it's half an Amah. I'm saying, No, go with an Amah of five. I never go, Yes, Tarakama said three. Which is, you're taking a regular uh, uh, Amah, and half of it is three. He's saying, No, go half an Amah of five to Fahim. And then you go half an Amah of five to Fahim, it's two and a half. And to that, Shemuel came along and said, oh. two and a half, he agrees with the bitter phone. But remember, you said three. Well, and the Gavra says, uh, a soft, uh, soft, soft catch of the Shemuel, and the Shemuel, no dak. Ve'aynu lechumra no dak. Ve'amar avunam al-Shemuel, ha'lachak, in a bitter phone. So since he said, ha'lachak, in a bitter phone, we have no problem. And then it comes out, we have a mahlok in Gedolah, on what the shiur of a... Hadas is it either um, uh, three tefachim? Correct. Three is more machmir than two and a half. Right. Go back to Homra. And he said, uh, need more. You don't need three. Ah, you don't need three. You get away with two and a half. For the benefit of our listeners to Masichet Sukkah, we are referring to several books. Uh, when we refer to illustrations and pictures, one of them is Hamaor Hamivuar. That is. Uh, the picture book on the second sukkah, and also a new book called Hahod the Hahadar. So we will refer to it on the uh, tapes and in the audio. We will refer to both of those books and as well Perush High on Masechet Sukkah.